0: Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up for this Wednesday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. Good morning. Hi. Good afternoon. Good evening. Whenever you are listening. Yeah, whenever you are listening. How are you? I am good. Good. You look good.
1: Thank you very much.
0: Let's uh, jump right into it because there is hardly any news.
1: So then, why do we have to jump right in?
0: Well, to get it done that that much <laughs> quicker. Okay. Like a Band-Aid, just pull it off.
1: All right. Uh, From the Disney Parks blog, they've got a sneak peek at some exclusive merchandise and the enchanting memories that are awaiting you aboard the Disney Wish.
0: That's right. And those enchanting memories are made by purchasing merchandise. (laughs) Um, The Wish is going to have a retail district on Deck 3 that runs between the Grand Hall and the Walt Disney Theater. That's no different than any of the other ships. Um, On either side of the uh, Shopline Promenade, there are going to be five distinct venues that offer exclusive Disney merchandise and luxury gifts like jewelry, watches, and accessories. Um, there's going to be a store specifically for Disney Cruise Line collectibles, uh, and that is Treasures Untold, okay. uh, obviously based on Ariel. Uh, and they're going to have, uh, as I mentioned, DCL collectibles, Pandora jewelry, limited time artist spotlight collections, and guest favorites, Dooney and Burke handbags. Uh, they've even posted a picture of the um, exclusive Disney Wish inaugural design,
1: uh, Duty and
0: Burke bag. And uh, then they're going to have Mickey's Mainsail, uh, which is all your Disney Cruise Line themed souvenirs and gift, as well as more Wish exclusives like uh, Lounge Fly Mini backpacks and headbands. Uh, and then on the upper decks, uh, they're going to have Dory's Forget-Me-Nots, which will feature swimwear, water play gear, and graphic tees. So, uh always an opportunity to depart your money from your wallet
1: absolutely,
0: and that's the only park blog story that was uh, exciting, okay, so let's head over to Disneyland
1: all right at Disneyland, Space Mountain is going to be temporarily hyperspace mountain before May the fourth
0: that's right, uh according to. Uh, the refurbishment list Space Mountain will close on April 28th for one day uh, and will reopen as Hyperspace Mountain on April 29th. Um, and that is um, a high speed Star Wars adventure that they do annually just in time for uh, Star Wars Day, which is May 4th. Uh, also, coming to Disneyland during that time is Disneyland After Dark Star Wars Nights uh, and May the 4th, Star Wars Day. Um, Hyperspace Mountain is is the permanent space mountain in Disneyland Paris and Hong Kong Disneyland?
1: Do you know what's different? I mean, I'm guessing the music, maybe. It's right? the
0: soundtrack. Okay. Essentially, yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. So you got that to look forward to if you're in California.
1: Okay. i um, also at Disneyland Fantasy Fair Royal Theater has uh, received a new color scheme.
0: That's right. The walls, scrim, and scaffolding are now gone. Uh, the old theater had a pink and purple theme. Uh, and it is now a bright teal color with blue and gold accents, a little more regal, if I do say so myself. Okay. And uh, that's all the Disneyland news. So let's shoot across over to Florida.
1: Okay. At Epcot Extravaganza Easter Egg Hunt is returning to Epcot.
0: That's right. This is a scavenger hunt that will be available for a limited time beginning this week on March 31st. Some of the eggs are already in place throughout the park. Uh, The scavenger hunt map is $9.99. I actually think we mentioned this the other day. We might have. We might have. Um, And then uh, on the scavenger hunt, you find hidden eggs throughout the park and mark your locations on the map. And then you can redeem the map at Disney Traders or World Traveler for an Easter-themed prize.
1: Okay. Uh, We have more um, updates on the Connections Cafe and Eatery.
0: Yeah, Zach Ridley must uh, not do anything all day except come up with uh, pretty useless Instagram (laughs) posts. Uh, We've got more pictures of the floor uh, in the Connections Cafe and Eatery, which is once again based on the old Florida Project maps uh, from Walt Disney's office in the 1960s. And uh, it's kind of cool. Uh, Zach goes on with a long explanation of why, uh, Disney World was chosen in the spot that it was, uh, and talks a little bit about Walt and his grand concept. So it's kind of cool that there's a little tie into his history, but, um, uh, Zach Ridley needs to find some other stuff to do.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're talking about flooring and lighting more than we should. Right. Rehearsals have begun for Finding Nemo the Big Blue and Beyond at
0: Animal Kingdom. That's right. This show is at the Theater in the Wild, and it replaces Finding Nemo the Musical. Uh, there is no date on when the show will open, uh, but rehearsals began on Monday, March 28th, and will last for the next uh, month or two. Uh, there is indication that the show might open as early as May. Okay, great. And this is a little something for you. Oh, good. Um, the Boozy Bunny Ooh. is returning to the ganachery at Disney Springs beginning April 1st. Nice. Oh, we're going to miss it. Oh, It's man. only the 1st through the 17th. Um, the Boozy Bunny is a sweet treat. Uh, as I said, will be available from the 1st through the 17th of April for Easter. And it is a chocolate bunny made of milk chocolate and filled with a house-made chocolate drink that can be topped off with bourbon.
1: Pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Construction on the exterior of Salt and Straw at Disney Springs is still going on.
0: Yeah, they're uh, doing some painting, and uh, that's really about it. Uh, The Salt and Straw's chief marketing officer had previously announced a March 2022 opening date for the Disney Springs location, uh, but based on the fact that there are still construction walls up, it is not likely that they will be open within the next two days. (laughs) So we'll see. Maybe April. Maybe. Maybe we'll be able to go to Salt and Straw uh, at the end of April for our trip. Well, that would be good. And uh, we have some resort news.
1: Okay. Over at Art of Animation, the Righteous Reef Playground and Cozy Cone Pool are closed for refurbishment.
0: That's right. Those are at Disney's Art of Animation Resort. Uh, The Flippin' Fins Pool had previously been closed but is reopened. Um, the Squirt's Righteous Reef Playground is near the main pool, which is the big blue pool. That was closed uh, last year, I believe, for some uh, refurbishment. So Disney always taking care of their pools for their guests.
1: I'd be sad if the Cozy Cone Pool was closed when I went. So would I. That's my favorite spot. I agree. Um, at the Grand Floridian, um, it's looking like the lobby is going to be receiving a major remodel.
0: That's right. Uh, Back in 2015, when Bob Chapek took over the Parks and Resorts division, he felt that the Grand Floridian was not up to standards. um, And he thought it should be uh, more like the Four Seasons. Uh, He does not think that it is suitable as the flagship resort. And uh, there's going to be some refurbishment to move away from the old Victorian style uh, and moving towards a new modern version. You know, they've rethemed – Already, they rethemed the lounge there to a Beauty and the Beast uh, theme. Uh, So, who knows what they're going to do? I think that the Grand Floridian has an elegance to it. Mm -hmm. Um, I I don't want to see them, you know, I I don't want to see them bring in those modular desks that they're putting in all the other resorts. Right. I want to see something that's consistent with the time period. Yeah. Um, So, I, I hope they don't mess with it too much. Agreed. Yeah.
1: I mean, things can always use a little refreshing. Right, uh you know new furniture new and soft new rugs, rugs in. New, all that stuff right, new paint, but
0: but don't change the time frame, no all right, and then, along with that, it has been announced that all of the Grand Floridian resort is going to receive new rooms that match the Disney vacation club wing, uh we know that the vacation club wing uh that they just took over one of the, the, the buildings, um, received all new goods. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they're just going to make the uh, standard hotel rooms match everything. Okay, good. And we've got some big news coming.
1: Oh, I'll let you do this one. Oh, no, go I... ahead. You like this one. Okay. The Hoop-Dee-Doo Review is returning to Fort Wilderness on June
0: 23rd. That's right. hoop Do doo Review has been closed for over two years. Wow. And uh, they have finally announced an opening date. Hoopdi Do Review Musical Review for those of you who don't know is a musical dinner uh, experience um, based on what Old West
1: kind of. ty-
0: style vaudeville yes. Old West style mm-hmm. uh, performances uh, that take place in the Pioneer Theater uh, at the Fort Wilderness Campground um, and it's a, it's a fun show it's it's served very uh, you know like the the chicken comes in a big bucket yes, it's- you know.
1: It's not proper. It's very right. rowdy.
0: It's very rowdy, very raucous, uh, and it's uh, it's about time that uh, that they're reopening. Now, The other sh- one of the other dinner shows that was at the uh, Walt Disney World Resort, uh, the Luau, uh, we got word last week that that would be closing permanently. So I'm definitely glad to see that the Hoop-dee-doo is coming back.
1: Absolutely. I think the Hoop-dee-doo is a sellout pretty much every time, so I'm not too surprised that that's back.
0: And they usually do two performances a night. Two dinners. There three? used to be three. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll see how that goes. Yep. Now, in a piece of news that isn't really related to Disney, except for the fact that this is very close to Disney property, um, if you've ever been on property, you might know that the Wyndham uh, Grand Orlando Resort Bonnet Creek at Walt Disney World um, seems like it's on property, but it's a little notch that okay. Disney does not own. Um, and that resort has been purchased by real estate uh, giant Tishman. Uh, they bought the 400 room Wyndham Graham Orlando Resort Bonnet Creek for 120.5 million dollars. Wow! Uh, and that uh, that just uh, happened. Uh, other Tishman properties. Um, well, it says the hotel. Oh, Tishman owns the Swan Reserve, as well as the Swan and Dolphin. Okay. So uh, that's uh, that's interesting. I thought the Swan
1: and Dolphin was like Hilton.
0: Uh, I guess Tishman took them over. <laughs> They've changed hands a couple times. All right. How about some entertainment news?
1: Okay. Um, The Disney won some awards at the Oscars. Um, Which ones do we? We have Encanto, which not only did they win, but some of the songs, two of the songs from Encanto were actually performed at the Oscars.
0: That's right. Encanto won for Best Animated Feature, beating out two other Disney properties, uh, Pixar's Luca and Disney's Raya and the Last Dragon. Mm -hmm. Uh, Encanto did not win... Uh, for Best Original Song or Best Score, but they weren't nominated. Uh, Cruella won the Oscar for Best Costume Design. Yep. Uh, it did not win for Hair and Makeup. Uh, West Side Story, which was nominated for seven Academy Awards, ended up winning only one, and that was for Ariana DeBose as Best Supporting Actress. Uh, the Best Actress uh, Feature uh, uh, Award went to Jessica Chastain for The Eyes of Tammy Faye, uh, and that was a, uh, a Searchlight uh, film. So that is technically uh, a Disney because they now own Fox Searchlight Pictures. That film also won Best Hair and Makeup.
1: So I should be able to watch that on Disney+.
0: Plus. Uh, maybe. Uh, and then in the category of Best Documentary Feature, uh, The Summer of Soul by Questlove uh, won. Uh, so that's, uh, that's a very good night for them. And then, of course, there was the whole Will Smith issue. Uh, But that's not Disney-related, so we don't talk about it.
1: (laughs) Okay. Um, Speaking of movies, Spider-Man No Way Home is still making money. Um, It surpassed $800 million at the domestic box office.
0: That's right. Spider-Man No Way Home is only the third film in history to break the $800 million mark. Um, It has now... It has jumped ahead of Avatar, which did not make $800 million, Uh, and right now only trails Avengers Endgame, which made $858 million, and Star Wars The Force Awakens, which made $936 million. Uh, Spider-Man No Way Home is now Sony's highest-grossing film ever, uh, and they have made over $1 billion overseas. Um, The movie is going to be available digitally. Uh, well is available digitally right now and will be available on 4K UHD and Blu-ray on April 12th. All right. All right, how about some universal news?
1: Okay, at Universal in Orlando. Um, at Citywalk, the welcome sign is missing.
0: What? Are guests no longer welcome?? Mm-hmm. Um, no, uh, earlier this week the Orlando was missing. Uh, now the welcome to is missing. So you know, we've talked about it before. refurbishments happen. Uh, So that's all that's going on there.
1: Okay. And at Universal Studios Hollywood, Universal Peace and Love Vibes is a recycled shirt that's now available. What's a recycled shirt? I I (laughs) thought this was
0: interesting that Universal has a recycled good lines to promote uh, sustainability. Okay. Um, And uh, they utilize uh, recycled materials whenever they can. Um, but it just, uh, you know, it promotes uh, ecological stuff and living in unison with with our, our Mother Earth. Okay, good. Yeah. So it is a very short show today. That's under 15 minutes.
1: Oh, my goodness. I feel like you should sing a song or something. No,
0: you don't want that. <laughs> Do you uh, have any final words? No, I don't. All right. Then we hope everyone has a good couple days. And until Friday, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast. <laughs>